Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He is the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your hearts to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. So um, for some time now, I've been talking about you and your pastor. Tell somebody you and your pastor. And I spoke about the fact that where there is no understanding, there is no peace. That simply means that if the two parties does not have a mutual or does not come to a mutual understanding of their relationship, they will not benefit. And I pray that God will give you the spirit of understanding. Hey, I'm promised. I said, may God give you the spirit of understanding. Anytime you see two parties always fighting in relationships, know that the demon of misunderstanding is there. Anytime you say, I love you, they hear, I, I hate you. The spirit will always misinterpret what you say to the other partner. And that has been the reason why many godly relationships has been crushed. Why? The spirit of understanding has not prevailed. But the question is, how can the spirit of understanding prevail between the two parties? Number one, when the spirit of knowledge is activated. When knowledge is activated, understanding is established. And that is why, as we have gathered here, we are here to learn about you and your pastor. Many members are not benefiting from the ministries of their pastor because they don't have this understanding of who a pastor is. And when you don't have understanding of who a pastor is, you will not benefit. For instance, if you have a gun and arm robbers attack you and you don't even know how to use it, can you? They will attack you and go. So that's the same way. God can anoint a man of God for you. God can bless him. God can put everything you need in him. But if you are not taught how to relate with him, you will not benefit from him. You know, I've been reading a book by God's servant, Pastor Renfant, and maybe probably God will next week, I will touch on your covenant responsibilities to your pastor. And then you will begin to know that sometimes when I greet you, it's not just a greet, it's a touch from God. Because anytime God calls a man of God, he possesses every aspect of the man of God. How many of you realize that say, if we are here, or probably um, you go to a place and then Okonfor comes to greet you, when you leave, your conscience will not save you right. It's like, ah, this man has greeted me. Though he has not spoken any charm words or anything, but the fact that he has greeted you means that something has left him into you. Isn't it? Yeah. So it is expedient we come to understand this covenant relationship between ourselves and our pastor. If not, no matter what God tells them to tell you, you may not understand it and you may not even catch the voice of God. That's why the Bible declares that he came to his own but his own did not believe him. So he realized that God sent Jesus to come to us but when Jesus came, those he came for could not see to receive. So until your eyes are trained to see who your pastor is, you may not receive what God has deposited in him. And we've said so much, and last week I spoke about the duties of a shepherd. I made mention of the fact that shepherds tells you the mind of God, which is the messages of God. And I spoke about shepherds gives you message of rebuke. Um, they give you messages of hope. Um, how many have come to church down, and after the preaching you felt like, ah, you are alive. Give me a wave. So that is a message of hope. And how many of you came to church and then it was like that day, as he you and even how many of you have been there before? So you realize that the same God who is giving the message of hope is the same God giving the message of rebuke. Say, hey. And I went on to say that um, pastors give us warnings. Now, in every country, we have weather forecasters, right? And they tell us what can happen tomorrow. Now, in the kingdom of God, men of God are God's weather forecast. They can tell you by the help of the Holy Spirit what is about to happen or what may happen. If you refuse to pay attention to them or listen to what they are saying, it will be to your own destruction. You know, most of the time, people would always want God to act on himself. Like, 
God does not work on the system of man. He works through his own system. For your ways are not, neither your thoughts, his thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. So probably you may think that God should do things this way. For instance, don't you think if God rise in the skies right now, Jesus is coming soon, people would really say, hey, hey. And the truth is, if God rises in the sky, almost everybody in Kumasi will see. Is it not the shortest way of evangelism? So why would we have to go out there and say, I am preaching, I am doing this. I will not waste time. When God has all the power to do, and say, well, what do you think? Why would God send a young man called Jonah? Go to, now you are God. You see everything. Just talk to the people. Why are you sending a man? That's the system of God. And that's the wisdom of God. You can't argue with. You see, there are many things God will do that it does not make sense to you. All you have to do is to believe the spirit of revelation to bring you into the realm of God. Let me repeat it. There are many things. Now, how many of you really hated some people until you came to understand why they were doing what they do for you? In the beginning, when they were on you, when they used to like, they are pressuring you to do something, it's that like you felt like they hate you too much. Until you grew up to a certain level and you realize that they didn't really hate you. They really loved you. But because of your level of in-depth or your level of understanding, you would misinterpret what they do for you. So there are things God is doing for us. Because of our level of understanding, we may not even understand why God is doing some things. But when we grow, we grow into the realm of God. May you grow into the realm of God. Yeah? So the land of Nineveh was seen in Jonah chapter 1. And they sinned so much that God was angry. And because of the love and the message of God, God decided to send them a warning that your sins have come up before me. And now the word of the Lord came to Jonah. The word of God. That means God came to Jonah. Because God is his word. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. And the word was God. So God came to Jonah. God came to Charles in Yaba. Saying, Arise and go to Ezekiel's life. Arise and go to James, that great handsome young man. Arise and go to him. So regardless of your sin, God still sees greatness. But it is the sin that can turn you from a great man to a dwarf. But you see, in as much as they have sinned, God was still addressing them as great. Do you know what it means? That beyond your sin, God sees something great. That if you allow him to take away the sin, your greatness will manifest. Now, arise, go to Nineveh. Arise, go to Sewa. You see, for instance, if I meet a prostitute, everybody will be seeing a prostitute, but God is seeing a great girl. And it is in the love of God, he sends men to tell you so that you can come out of what is making you look like a dwarf when you are actually a great person. So he says, arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim against it. For their wickedness has come up. Anytime now, it is not our prayers alone that goes up. Our sins can also go up. Now, our prayers goes up to draw God's attention to our needs. Our sins goes up to draw God's judgment to our lives. May your prayers only be heard in heaven, not your sin. Because some of you, the things you are doing, hey, my God. For their wickedness has come up before me. May it never be said that what you did on that day, that, that porno you watched was green in heaven. Hey! Then maybe God and his angels are watching something and suddenly what you are watching is on the screens of God. Once God is enjoying the worship of the angels, suddenly your worldly song will appear in heaven. Hey! Their sins, that simply means that do not go and tell the people they have interrupted my meeting. Their sins have interrupted my meeting. I was having a holy meeting until I heard a certain dirty smoke that interrupted. How many of you were in a place and some you were enjoying the worship and somebody opened a loud reggae? I remember the day I called Mama on the teller. I said, Hey! Yesterday, when we were at Achea Mountains, once I was talking, suddenly the atmosphere changed, Obichi fresh. Mountains and I'm fishing it. You know, there is a way an aroma can travel. No, 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 no,
When I mentioned it, it was like, ah, Apostle Waka. Your sins have come up before me. But Jonah rose up. You see, to be a man of God is not easy. A whole Jonah. Rose up to flee. <laughs> Yo, I saw for my body. I saw for the day. Okay. You are welcome to the club. So now you realize that when God wanted to send a warning to a whole nation, he sent a man. When God wanted to call people to order, he sent a man. And that is the system of God. And that is how when God wanted to even correct the errors in the world, he came as a man. Why? When he made the world, he gave it to man. And God will not go back on his word. No, he's a God who is governed by his word. So if he says, I've given this to you, no matter how, listen, that is why sometimes you wonder why some people who are sinning are still what being blessed. Why? Because when God pronounces a blessing on you, he does not take it back because of your action. But at the end of the day, if you don't take it, your actions will take you out of what God has given you. God will not take you out, but your actions can take you out. God can give you a good husband, but if you don't control your mouth. God can give you a good wife, but if you don't control your eyes, you may think your wife is not enough. You may think your wife's breast is not enough for you. Meanwhile, God knew the size of your mouth and said, no, this one will satisfy you. Say, so God will send you a man of God to give you warning. Don't choke when a man of God says, God says change. Hey, if God wants me to change, let him come. If God comes, that's how the people of Israel said, we want to hear God. And God thundered. They said, hey Moses, please go here and tell us. There is a certain grace God gives to men of God to hear him to tell you. So God gives men of God to warn us. Hallelujah. That's the duty of me. I will never and ever and I trust God that I will, I will be this to the end. That no amount of blessing will change me. That to the extent that because of what you give me, I can't tell you the truth. I can't tell you that. How can you take money from somebody's husband you are dating and you come and give me a portion of the money? And because of that, I'm not be able to tell you the truth. If I do that, I will let you end up in hell. But the Bible declares that you shall know the truth and it will set you free. I would rather hurt you with the truth than to let you end up in hell with your whole body. I would rather scratch you with the truth than to allow you to end up in hell with the whole body. Is it not good that when somebody scratches you with the truth, it hurts, but at the end of the day, you'll be healed and go to heaven than to go to hell with the whole body. May I will not scratch you with the truth. I will bounce on you with the truth. Whether you like it or not, by force, you go to heaven. Luke chapter 16 verse 28 to 31. Now, you realize that a rich man entered hell. Go to the verse 26. So, pastors give warning. When you come to church and the pastor is preaching and he's mentioning certain things, maybe well, prostitution, fornication, know that if you are doing it, God is warning you to stop. Now, look at this. The rich man entered hell. This is a conversation in hell. And Father Abraham and the rich man were having a conversation. And the rich man said to Father Abraham, please, let me go Lazarus to do what? To dip his hand into water and come and quench my, my thirst because I am struggling in hell. I am struggling in. And Father Abraham said, Hey, my brother, besides all this between us and you, a great has been fixed in order that those who want to pass from this place. To you may not be able to. That means there is a great gap in hell to the point that nobody can jump from hell into heaven. Hey. Somebody can even look at you and say, Hey, are you missing hell? Sure. I'll be going for my just That one is free. Okay. Me, I want to be with David. I want to see David dance. Go back quickly. There is no who want to pass from this place to you may not be able to. And no one can pass from there to us. That means if you enter hell, Yamuzu. And no, no, no. Nobody can. Let me tell you the truth. No amount of prayer on earth can change the destination of someone who has died already. Yeah. Where were we? We said, okay, right. Where were we? So they say, rest in peace. You can only rest in peace when you live with the king of peace. I always say this. I always say this. 
if your life on earth did not please God, life after will be terrible for you. So when the man of God is warning you that there is a life after, you may think it's a lie. But now let's look at a message somebody sent from hell to those on earth. And look at what Father Abraham told him. Verse 27, quickly. And the man in hell said, Then I have accepted the fact that I'm in hell. Father, I beseech you to send him to my father's house. That means that I have accepted that I can't get the water I wanted. I can't get out of hell. But I have some brothers in my father's house who are on earth and they are living a lifestyle that may bring them here. So can you send Lazarus from heaven to the earth so that they will not what, come up here? That means can you send Lazarus to go and warn them so that they will not enter hell like I've entered hell? Now let's look at what Abraham said to the rich man. Verse 29. Okay, wait. For I have five brothers so that he may give them a solemn testimony and one come on church and one and one and one and one and one so the guy in hell understood that if you are not warned you may end up in hell so now how many realize that warning signs are very dangerous and are very scary when you are driving and you see the particle cry it means what danger ahead don't let any man deceive you that pastors who preach hell are not loving and hey, why would the loving God uh, take people to hell mm. Why would a good headmaster take you out of school if you are disturbing the disturbance of the school? <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? He is a good God. But he does not entertain and condone foolishness. For I have five brothers so that he may give them a solemn testimony. What is the testimony? Indeed, there is hell. And what is the warning? That if they don't change, they will also end up here. So the testimony is hell is true. But how can a man get there? A man will get there if a man does not change his ways. Least they too come into this place of torment. Hell is a place of torment. And number one, who enters hell? Someone who denies the lordship of Jesus Christ. Yeah, when you deny the lordship of Jesus Christ. Now the lordship simply means master. If you deny him as your master and you live the way you want, you may end up in hell. But if you become your master and you do what he wants, you enter heaven with him. May you enter heaven with Jesus verse 30 how many of you are being blessed but Abraham said look at what Abraham said but they have Moses and there uh, come on church and there uh, let them hear them and so that simply means that somebody doesn't need to come from heaven to preach to you you must hear those on earth like Charles Nyaba as I am preaching to you I am like Abraham I am like Lazarus who is telling you that there is a place like this we have many people saying that, me if I don't see it, I will not believe it. That's the language of men. Seeing is believing. But Abraham said, they have. And God is saying, you have Charles Nyaba. And I have, to, I have to warn you that this lifestyle you are living, this worldly lifestyle you are living, if you don't change, you will end up in hell. I'm telling the truth because there is somebody in hell telling me to tell you. You can't be in church and be in the world. You have a time you listen to gospel. You have a time you listen to reggae. You have a Sunday is for God. Friday is for Satan. The guy said, and Abraham said, they have Moses. So that means if Moses died, God will still raise men to warn you. I pray that God will touch your heart as I'm preaching. So pastors warn you. And that's why sometimes when we are preaching, we mention drinking is bad. Stop it. I read the scripture and I understood why the Bible says Ephesians, why we should not drink. That in drinking, you begin to do foolish things and it can land you in destruction. So in order not to even become a foolish person or somebody to insult you, don't, do, don't attempt at all. Recently, I watched a video, I'm Robby K, the, the one that took us in the tag rally. They're good. And when the, the guy ran out and said, I'm Robby Shakami, one who was supposed to run, oh, no, no, I don't know if you saw that man. Whilst others were running from the sea because they were with guns. Another human being said, let me go and see whether it is true. So he, <laughs> he actually opened the gate. It can be, be the gate. There was a, re- a robbery in UBA Bank in Nigeria. Do you know what happened? How they killed around the armed robbers? They entered the compound and they started shooting. So everywhere was chaotic. So the security room, they were also shooting back. 
So when the place became a bit silent, the Amorite did this as Ochin Kwan there. Ochin Kwan, ah, gage. The way he landed, I was like, bullet is too strong. He landed straight to the ground. The, the policeman or security man just took it off. And that's what some of you want to do. You want to try, test and see. Say, hell is there. The moment you did this, a journey of free hell and from man, you become chichinga. My God. Then he answered, no, Father Abraham. But if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Change their minds of, listen. Uh, I always like the word repent. And the Amplified Version says, what does it mean to repent? Now to repent, I don't say, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. And then you go back to the world again. What does it mean for a repent? What does it mean that you are a repentant soul? To be a repentant soul simply means to change their minds for a better and heartily amend their ways with abhorrence of their past sins. That means they will begin to ignore the way they used to live. So if you used to clap, you stop clapping. If you used to drink, you stop drinking. If you used to chase, let it stop. If you used to steal, you stop. That's what I was. If an every man be in Christ, he is a new. So that means that there must be a certain kind of new lifestyle, new attitude, new way of dressing, new way of thinking. Let your friends see that indeed you are a new person. If I hit the gym for one month, I will not tell you, you will see the difference between before and after. Who hitting Yamejemi? We don't know. Say Yamejemi na apaiwo. Is that we are not see now? If I hit the gym, want to see some changes? If you joke, I will hit the gym. I said, "Oh, should I?" Me six months in the Yamejemi, I told me I don't need another gym. It is. It is. I inherited it from my father. It's an impartation. That time, seems you don't struggle to get. My God. If I hit the gym and I start doing things in the gym, within one month, you see changes. You have been in church more than one year. We don't see, we don't see the metals who are left in. Because some of you only come to the gym, you look at the metals and you go back. That's the same. Some of you come to church, you look at the church, you look at the screen, you look at, but you don't lift the, the word of God that is able to change your world. You don't lift it. The king of Nineveh, when the king of Nineveh heard the word, the Bible says he came from his throne. And he declared a fast. That means when the word hit him, he reacted. And the reaction brought about the message of God. So to be a repentant soul simply means you have changed your ways. How come all your friends still see you as the same old person? After coming to church for some time. How come? That they can still bring deals to you. Charlie, this girl. If you, now imagine my friends telling me, Charlie, this girl, you for you am. And he's talking to me. The friend who, who knows I'm a pastor does not care. He does not care because there is nothing about me that proves that I'm a pastor or I'm born again. When the people in Antioch saw the way they were speaking, the way they were talking, the way they reacted, they said, ah, it looks like these people have been with Jesus because when Jesus was alive, this was the way he was talking. So how, how, how come as for you that you mention the name of Jesus, you dance in the name, you praise in the name, you give to the name, but the name does not have an impact on you. Meanwhile, the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are. So that means that if you mention the name, there must be a certain salvation that impacts on your knowledge, on, your, on the way you think. You can't be in church and be still be drinking and be clubbing and be doing worldly things. When Abraham left the world, which is his father's house, it's the typology of the world, and entered God's world, he became a father of many nations. And now his name is recorded. And some of you are still in the world. So a pastor will warn you. Your shepherd is responsible for warning the people about the life they live. Some of you are in Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21. Some of you are still living in the canal. Your canal senses are too high. Too high, like high jump. First of all, give me Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel is here. But this one is prophet Ezekiel. Don't lawyer Ezekiel. My God. Ezekiel 33, 7 to 9. Some of you are still watching Pono. Pono. Apostles, my hand into me in that. And I am sleeping tablet. Hey. Me, as I'm talking to you, all my friends are past this. Almost all of them. Almost all of them. If we are not flying together, it means you will plug my feathers to clean your ears. 
which I may not be able to fly to where I want to fly to. Yeah. If we are not all flying together, it simply means that you will pluck my feathers. After plugging my feathers, you use me as a Christmas chicken. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman over for the house of Israel. So God has made me a watchman over this house. A watchman. A watchman is always looking out for danger and always warning. I have made you a watchman over Israel. Therefore, hear the word of my mouth and give them warning from me. So anytime I tell you, and if it as I'm making it, and you me no, 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 no. My responsibility. That's what sometimes when I preach, I keep hitting one thing. That means there is somebody God is warning. There's somebody. Even yesterday, you had sex before you came. Not with a husband, no. With a girl you just met. And you said, I like you. And she, 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 that free her mouth. She said, I like you too. And she said, let's find a place. And the place became a place of what? Invitation for demons. Now, it's easy to have sex. The most easier thing to do now is not even buy apple. Apple, there is too difficult. Because now apple is getting to 20 cities. But just meet again and say, wow, I like your smile. I like your eye. And she will start blushing. <laughs> the moment you break the walls now, you enter the city. Sex is the most easy. Now, on campus, many people are broken their virgin. Now, if you ask some ladies, how did you break your virgin? What's the cross here? Hey, you see, you see. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house. You see, there are people, when they come to church, there are people, if you, when you warn them about the way they are living, they don't want to listen to you. And I mean, I vow that if I talk to one, two, three, you don't listen, I just let you be. I can't force you to change. I, that's what about, even God has not forced people to change. He gives you word. If you listen, fine. So them and Gomorrah, God sent two angels. You see, God was part of the three angels who came in Genesis chapter 18. God was the one who visited Abraham. But in Sodom, he sent two angels. Do you know why God didn't want to go there? Come, now, if, if, if God had even gone, they would have wanted to sleep with God. So God dodged. Why dodge you on? <laughs> Genesis chapter 18, God appeared to Abraham and his wife. But in Sodom, it was two. What was that? The middle man. He walked with heaven. And when the angels got to Sodom, the people were there to sleep with them. Bring the men out. And the people sent a signal to heaven. If we don't destroy these people, everybody And Abraham was even interceding on behalf of Sodom. Lord, what about if you find this? And if um, now one way a man of God intercedes on your behalf is to give you a godly counsel. Is to give you a godly counsel. You just act as though you know. There are people when you when you preach, they know what you are telling them, but they are not willing. Their pride in them is refusing to allow them to come down so that they, their life will change. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them a warning from the words I speak. They are not, they are not just mine. It's God's. And I'm a messenger. I'm sent. Now look at what God is saying. Now this is the word God gave to Ezekiel to tell the people. When I say to the wicked. That means when I tell you to tell people this, oh wicked, oh sewa, oh jasmine, oh adeba. When I say, don't change the word to. It's that sometimes we men of God we want to sugarcoat to make you feel oh, because we want you to come to church because we want you to give an offering. But hey, the Bible says that if, when I say to the wicked, that means when I say that, say them, don't look at their face. Let them poo-poo, let them mumu, let them do whatever. Tell them the truth, so that on that day the truth will judge them. There is nobody here when you stand before God. You tell me that. You tell God that you didn't hear the truth. Because every truth you hear will become a judgment against you. On the day. God will send, like when you decide to defend yourself, God will bring a picture. Remember when Pastor Charles was preaching. When I say to the wicked, oh wicked, you shall surely die. Tell them they will die. Don't say, God said if you don't. Say, I say when I say to the wicked, you shall surely die. Just tell them they will die. Don't sugarcoat it. And if you do not speak to them and warn the wicked from his way, and I'm going to teach you what way God is warning you to turn from. If you don't want the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked man shall die in his perversity and iniquity, but his blood will I require. Huh? Any, that, you see, sometimes I get worried for some, some of my brother preachers who you don't want to tell people the truth because of the envelope they will give you or the seal they will buy for you. The envelope you give, how much, how many years can it take me? If I tell you to tell Efua, 
that if she doesn't change, she would die. Now, that means that anyone who refuses to listen to instruction, destruction awaits you. And no amount of prayer can change you though. It is your obedience that changes destruction, not your prayer. Many of us know prayer, but God is much pleased in obedience, not prayer. There are things you don't pray about, there are things you just obey yourself into and salvation comes to you. Are you clapping or you are? Hey, let me say this. Thank God that if you have someone who tells you the truth, no matter how it hurts you, in your life, you should have about five people. When they look at this, they look at this and say, well, you judge me now, you know. Like, all your friends will say, hey, this guy is cool. Because So now, you need somebody who tells you, you are being a fool. You are being a fool. You are, you are destroying your life. Live. You need somebody who tells you, leave this relationship. Get up, get up, get up. Leave. Go, 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 go. Go out of the relationship. Because the Bible says, if I say to tell them to leave the relationship and they stay, and if they die, they will die. For that one day, they will die. But if they die, I will require their blood from you because you refuse to give them the truth. That could have saved them from destruction. So I mean, I'm not here to tickle you. I am here as a servant to warn you against what God has prepared for those who disobey him. Warn them of... But if... Now look at, look at this part. I love this part. But if you want the wicked to turn from his evil way and he does not turn from his evil way, he shall die in his iniquity. But you saved your own life. So that means if a man of God does not tell you the truth, God would, would tell you, why did you do this? Why didn't you tell Juliet the truth? How many of you want pastors who tell you the truth, no matter what? How many of you? Warn them of their evil ways. What evil way? Galatians chapter 5. Verse 19 to 21. I don't know, but there's somebody, it's like, I don't know. The angel is touching a kidney, a left kidney. The angel is touching a left kidney. The angel is touching a left kidney. I don't like your amen at all. The angel is touching your left kidney. I don't know who that person is, but the angel of the Lord said, pronounce, I am touching their left kidney. Your kidney will not fail. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now sit down. These are the evil ways God was telling Ezekiel to warn the devil of. Now the doings and the practices of the flesh are clear and obvious. They are immorality. God commands men of God to warn the people of their ways of immorality, sexual immorality, impurity, indecency. Indecency is when you are showing your breast, your nipples, your anus, your vagina, your penis. Indecency. You are dressed to expose every part of your body. You are not decent. And many ladies know what they are wearing is not decent, but they will wear. And God says, listen, if you are aware, I'm also aware, and we will wear that together. Immorality. Anything immoral, you are there. Pornography, you are there. Masturbation, you are there. Now, many young guys are even into more prostitutes than even more normal girls. Many young guys. Hookups. Hookup. Sometimes I wonder how you can be sleeping with somebody you don't know. Metronomy tells you. Then you take your jackman. Now, one day I pray for some workers to, to arrive in the hookup company. Well, I watch a movie. Where a guy, a, the, the lady, her private part can, can cut your manhood. Huh? The teeth. If you joke and you force her, she'll just do this. And you cut. And your jackman will be jumping like a rope. Lord, please release such a ladies. And her own brother slept with her. And she said, ah, yeah. He cut. The testicles and everything was down. Jumping and leaping like a frog. These are the things God will always tell men of God to warn you. Because these are the things that wage war against your spiritual life. Or read Galatians chapter 5, verse 7. It talks about the war between the flesh and the spirit. So, what will make you fall into the judgment of God are these things. Go back. Now, these are the practices of the flesh, and they are obvious. They are immorality, immoral songs. Medu, 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 fuck, bitch. But you are listening to this thing, so. And you have forgotten that your body is the temple of God. So now you think you are the only one listening to bitch, fuck, medu, medu. But you are making God listen to indecent words. The Holy Ghost is in your body, but this is what the Holy Ghost has done. Yo, bitch, I'm going to meet you. I'm going to cheat you. You are going to meet my girl and I'm going to fuck you. You are listening to immoral. Immoral. Am I preaching? 
you make the Holy Ghost listen to things he doesn't want to listen to. Yo, I'm going to bite him. He said, I'm going to bite him. I'm going to be like a dog. Now, baby, you don't know. I'm going to bite you. I'm immorality, immoral, something, what is, search the meaning of immorality. And somebody should open morality. These are the things God says, women of God should, me, ah, yesterday when we came from Achaia Mountains, we stopped at a place, and the place I'm shut I could not hear the words. But now, I could be to you, Fita, or he remembers everything. And I was wondering how the guy can repeat every word. I don't know. Even if I'm in a church, I can't even. My mind has, does not even go there that there is a wordless on playing. I'm always, hey, I'm looking for two floors Sunday. In my only guess is you, spirit keep brooding over me until I look, my God. So that means you look like what you listen to. That's why anytime you are there, you feel like touching the guy because just the song says, touch my breast, squeeze my breast, touch my banana. No, he say, I'm gonna bite you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. What are you gonna, gonna say? What is morality or immorality? Behavior that is morally wrong. Behavior that is what? Morally wrong uh -huh. or outside society standards of what is acceptable. Wait, outside society what standard of what is accepted? That means there are things in the kingdom that is accepted and there are things in the kingdom that is not accepted. Do you know there are some kingdoms, there are songs that are not accepted, they are bound, like you don't play that song there. The king of that town said, please, you, they, why? You realize that it's a normal song and that's dancing, but the king of that society said, if you play this song again, you will be judged. Why? It is outside the norm of the society. That simply means that every society has things they are accustomed to or they live by. And in God's society, there are some songs you don't play. Fuck. No, I say, fuck you. What? Now, every musical video shows either a private part, a bottles. Now, recently, when I was listening to one of my mentors, Dr. Kujima, he said, go to TikTok. I said, let me go and see one day I was just crying, a lady has lied and I come and then to see her. That's what she's doing. She doesn't talk and people are watching. People are commenting. She's just vibrating about us. Now after watching this, are you not already inviting my spirit to come and sleep with you? Because no normal human being would vibrate about us and record it and put on. It is a spirit that makes people do abnormal things. The madman of Gadara, no normal man will go and live in the tombs. So no normal man will just naked him or herself. And... I don't want to say something that, I don't want to say that if you allow someone to sleep with you without get the person getting married, you are a normal person. I don't want to say it. Really? Don't even let him get to kiss your mouth. Not even your cheek. I'm a mama peg and what I say. Okay, peg. Kiss your head. Kiss it. Until you pay my bride price. You are, not, you, are not, you are not legible to, to access the phone because I'm too expensive. There are some ladies, every guy has about 17 guys have entered all your department. So your estate is not expensive anymore. Even rat lives with you. Immorality, impurity, impurity, impurity. We impurity. purity. That means in purity. Indecency. Now there are indecency everywhere. Dr. Kujibemba said he entered the airport and a lady's breast. He said, just remove and let us see the nipple because the, the breast is not the nipple. The breast is the system. And the nipple is the gateway to the system. But why do you show us the system without the gateway? Because he said everything was, everything. And now we call it life, fashion. But to me, I call it that your mind is not functioning. No, why do you have to show not, my, my lady, you are a lawyer, right? You saw how we don't make a court. Hang on. I'm searching. My ladies are decent. Cover it. We shouldn't even see your cleavage. We shouldn't see the pathway to hell. Don't let us see. You see, when you become too mysterious, eh? 
guys are always wondering. I'm telling you. That's why a, a genuine guy would always want to go on a honeymoon with you. Because he has not seen your nipple before. He has not seen the, the actual color of your bottles before. So on the honeymoon, he can't wait. When you enter the hotel, he... Because they waiting. That's what the Bible says. They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. That's why if you don't have... Now let me say this. If you don't have a certain level of memory on your honeymoon day, it can distort your marriage in the future. Yeah. Your honeymoon is a starting point of a journey. That's first sexual encounter. It's a beginning. Now, I don't want to say things. Principles concerning distinction between right and wrong and good and bad behavior. So you should know right songs and good songs. Don't say you are taught the Bible. Or say immoral. It will such a dictionary. It will explain to you. There are some songs that should not be found on your phone. Selling your solidar. But I'm saying, what are saying? Where's life? I'm on your men. I'm on to you. Where's life? I'm on to you. Solidar. Now he's where? What song again? I found the love. I found the love for me. Say back again. Back again. Okay. So as this, that song, it has vibrated you, eh? Do you know that, how many realize that when it's in the afternoon, they play coups, and that's when fornication takes place. Some of you remember, you, you broke your virginity in the afternoon. 1.30, 2.30, thereabout. In the cool of the day, God came, and in the cool of the day, Satan came. Hey! When you entered the room, everywhere was silent. And the coups, and the guy knows how to change the atmosphere. Only air condition, but and you know what? I'm from you, 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 to tell indecency. Go back. These are the practices of the flesh. Indecency, huh? Adultery, sorcery. Those who visit malams, kaji adro, kaji tablet, kaji bansere, kaji ehi. Now, ladies have what they apply on their face to make you to charm you. Sorcery. Yes, there are some lip gloss. If they do the. Mm -hmm. Me now, now, I have a duck. I don't know if I brought my duck first. When I go out, I will not look at your lips. Because again, I'm Sorcery. Visiting other sources for help. Go to a malam, babalao. Malam, I like this guy. Charming for me. Charles, Nyaba, Charles. Hey! No, 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 no. It will not work. A, a buffet, nothing. That buffet, everything will not work. Anger, jealousy, ill temper, selfishness, divisions. You are always crushing people's heads. Lying. And these are things. God told Ezekiel, prophesy against the people. If not, they will die. So this thing can bring death. How many realize that anger makes you do nasty things? And later you regret. All those who visit other sources for help, aside God as their major help, they end up crushed. Divisions. Party spirit. You party hard. Friday, I'm going to party hard. Now, now, everything we call it romantic. No, but if it was a. Party hard. Party. Now, the wild stuff that is going on, that is coming now, it's so dangerous. That the, the kind of sin I watch on TikTok, a lady, no, a. Uh, that is super glue. Oh, the 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 high. It's a we and satisfy cocaine satisfy super glue. You see how Satan is turning many lives out. Super glue is some bubble. It's all this Ubia power no. Where send the super glue to be answer. Cocaine is better than super glue be answer. Young girl she was inhaling it to go high. That is why the youth are dying like flies. This, hey, the abominable things some of the youth are doing, eh? Some of you, the sexual stars, you know, your parents don't even know. Your mother knows. Madabra. No, I know. Madabra. But you, you 
can even do bambalis and when the guy is following you. Let me see. Look at Now look at this. Look at this. Envy. Drunkenness. Those who like drinking. And they'll do, yo, I'm gonna gang, gang, gang. And they are dancing with the, with the etwano. You see, if you don't read the Bible, you may think what you do is not in the Bible. And God is saying, as you warn you, that these things will bring them. Now look at envy, drunkenness, carousing. This is the carousing word, search the meaning, search the meaning. There's some things, if you don't search the meaning, you may just mention them. Go. Teoflos, have you been blessed? Teoflos Sunday. Or yours is Teoflos Saturday. Quickly, quickly, Sarah. I warn you. You see that. You see, Paul is warning the people. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously. That means warning does not come only once. It comes over. That's why when I preach certain things, you will hear me say fornication till I die. Maybe boss once a pen also my boss for the rest of the year. Maybe boss sir. Every day. Two for seven. Every day. My God. Obiniwe. Have you found it? To enjoy yourself by drinking alcohol and speaking and laughing loudly in a group of people. Wait, wait, come, 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 come. I like this one, I like this one. I like this one. Come, 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 come. You see, God is warning us against these things. Can I get a, do I have a bottle here? Any bottle, communion wine or anything? Quickly. Aha. Uh-huh. This one, read it and let me show what the Bible says. To enjoy yourself. To enjoy yourself. By drinking alcohol. Yo! We are outside. We are outside. We are chilling. We we are the boys in the club. Yo, 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 yo. Huh? By and speaking and laughing loudly. And speaking and laughing loudly. In a group of people. In the, that means you are alone. Boys, we the chill. No, we the we the chill. Yo, yo. How many have seen it before? And boys, yo, give me give, get bottle. Let's do some boy boy stuff. You know. Chilling, we are clubbing. We go to the girls tonight. We are chilling. We are clubbing. Yo, yo. I didn't write the Bible. I warn you beforehand. And the drunkenness. So drunkenness is different. Caressing is an upgraded version of drunkenness. You may think it's not in the Bible. You have a group of friends you do chillings with. God is warning you. Stop it. You chill and you chill and freeze in the mortuary. And you do chill in hell. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Heaven will not have any dealings with you if you do those things. Oba, sorry. Then he goes on to say, but if you are truly born again, the fruit of the these are the fruit of the fact that you are now. These are the fruit of you accepting Jesus. Now, if you have truly accepted Jesus, these are the things which should be found, which should be, that should be found in you. Number one, these are the truth of the Holy Spirit. The work of his presence within you accomplishes love. Now, if you used to hate people, now you begin to love people. If you started, if you used to hate, now anyone who struggles to come to church, it means you are in the second category, not the, you are in the first category, not the second one. You are still in the world. You begin to love God, the things of God, your service towards God. You are happy, joy, my God. You are glad. David said, and I was glad when they said unto me, peace. Now, sex does not bring you peace, but the presence of God. When I go to my room for my mountains, I go to, I, to, I took my iPad, open it, boom. I was listening to Dr. Kojimemba. In my third body. After that, I switched it to Bishop Dark. After that, I switched back to Dr. again. Creating an atmosphere of peace. Because Look at joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper and forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, benevolence. Verse 23. Gentleness. You used to be rugged. You are like a lion in the jungle. But when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you accept Jesus, these are the things that should be found in you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Do you know that on judgment day, God will call me to come and judge you? 
I'll be part of the judgment. There are three judgments that will take place. The authority of your pastor. There are two major authorities of your pastor. Two major authorities of your pastor. God has given him as an authority. And the second authority, the first one, not the second authority is on judgment day. Chasinyaba! Come. Ezekiel is saying that you didn't preach to him. I said, Eja, this is the date. I even told him to go for evangelism. He didn't go. Make come on. Hey, now, heaven on. Make. Hmm. Make. Make. Now, I'm starting to hear me know too. Special notes. Be on your feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence in our midst. Thank you that you are changing a life today. Oh, I thank you that you are changing a life today. Thank you that you are washing somebody's bodies today. Thank you that a new heart has been given to somebody. Thank you that the eyes of somebody has been opened. Thank you for your word that is able to heal and deliver and restore. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Whilst I was preaching, you realized that God was talking to you. And you really want to make it right with God. You want to say, Pastor, I feel like I need to rededicate my life to Jesus. I've been living in my ways. I've been doing what I want. But today, by the preaching of this word, you were preaching to me. The word came to me to warn me. And I want to step up and declare Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Every eye closed. This is a moment between every eye closed. Moment between you and God. If you are here like that, just give me a wave. Give me a wave. You want to make it right with God. You realize that all the things I was mentioning, you are living in them. Give me a wave. Just a wave. A wave. A wave. You find yourself living in your world instead of God's word. But you want to say, man of God, the word was for me and I feel like God is calling me back. God is not angry with you. That's why he said, Nineveh the great city, but warn the great city against the great sin. What did I do to deserve, to deserve this kind of love? What did I do? A God who does not judge you by your sins, but he judges you by his love. What did I do? To deserve this kind. My dear, your life is about to change. I'm telling you, you're about to step out of darkness into life. Lift up your hands and hold your say with me. Jesus. Oh, say Jesus. Everywhere you close. Can you say loud and clear? Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this day. Thank you for not letting me die in my sin. But by your mercies. You have warned me and therefore I stand here to dedicate my life to you Jesus. Forgive me of all my sins with your blood and write my name in the book of life. From today I declare Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you Father in Jesus name. Let's celebrate somebody who just shifted right now. God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Inyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Inyaba Charles.